Greetings, salutations, and pleasant vibrations. This is another installment of the Big Bad Podcast, all in with Atlas United. I am your host, of course, football journalist and extraordinary Nick Maitland, King Roots, the Roots King, the number one Roots man. And alongside me today is a very special member of the Atlas family, a lady by the name of Shaniqua Beckles. She is a brand ambassador for Atlas United. You know, Atlas United doing things much differently these days, and they have a brand ambassador, and we will speak to her today. Miss Shaniqua Beckles, welcome to the podcast, Shaniqua. Hello, thank you very much. Uh, nice, nice, short and sweet uh, <laughs> first introduction into the podcast. First of all, let's get to know each other. First of all, the, the the main question I asked you just now, because we are recording this on a Sunday, I just asked you if you went to church. And you told me you actually did a day ago. So that's the first thing I know about you. But what else do we need to know, me included, and the listeners? What else do we need to know about Shaniqua? How old are you? Uh, what part of Barbados you come from? All these things. What? What else can we know about you? Okay, well, 22 years old, mm-hmm. and I currently reside in the parish of St. Thomas. Uh, okay. I went to school at Queen's College, currently studying psychology at UE. I don't, I don't know. And I work as a rehabilitation therapist. Okay, that's, that's a lot there that we have to work with, so we'll go <laughs> to that a little bit now. Um, you say you come from St. Thomas. I know about four places in St. Thomas, and I can see if any of these places near to you. I know Shot Hill. No. No, no. I know Sturges. <laughs> no. I also know um, out by, out by Harrison Cave there, so. No. I also know out by... Um, all right, I know no more places. All right, well, I mean, you live somewhere else in St. Thomas that be uh, probably off the grid. No problem. You live off the grid. That's cool with us. Oh, um, I get that a lot. To... Pardon? I get that a lot. You see what I mean? Because I call in places and you ain't live, you ain't live the way it is. So I know you're going to live off the grid. It's Anyhow, not that's... Huh? It's not a far man. You just so got no Barbados. Catch... You could catch a bus to get to your house comfortable. Yes, two. So I'm waiting on a bus to go town though be no long law time. Well, he's better off with a van. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not not the Sturgis van can't get you there neither. Nope. Oh lot. Yeah, you live you live <laughs> yeah. You live behind God back, as they say. <laughs> anyway, um so you went to Queen's College as well. Now, me myself, I went to Combermere. Mm. And I <laughs> yes, yes, I expected that. <laughs> I hear that reply from you, but no problem. Uh, um, our schools, our schools have a bit of a rivalry, but not as pronounced as the rivalry I would say with Combermere and Harrison College, or maybe Queens College and, and Harrison College. But our schools do have a rivalry. But I have a healthy appreciation for Queens College. Number one, a lot of my friends went to school there, and number two, my mother went to school there, even though. She went to foundation first, and then she just went to Queen's College for a sixth form. I I don't speak bad of Queen's College, even though there's a bit of a rivalry. So just had to let you know that, uh, that even though we're enemies, we don't have to be enemies. We can be 
we can be slight friends if need be. Okay. I totally agree. I have quite a few friends that make compliments as well. It's all, it's all well and good. Fantastic. <laughs> now, what about what about Queen's College? Did you love? How, how long you went to school there? Seven years, five years? Six years because I did lower six, but I didn't complete upper six. Oh, so how was how was the experience over at Queen's College? The experience was great, actually. I would probably do it again. Well, maybe from yeah, from it's... third format, from fourth format. You know, the first three years are kind of hard, but yeah, jun- yeah, junior school is always a bit tough on you. Yeah. Fair enough. Then who who was your favorite teacher up there? I don't know any teachers, so you'll be just calling names. Your favorite <laughs> My favorite teacher college? was Miss Yard, definitely. Miss Yard. Yeah. So what about Miss Here? They had a Miss Here. What you speak Spanish? Well, they did French, so you see that's where the problem lies. I was a French but you, girl. But you know, and Miss Yard was French. Do you know Miss Here? What though? Yeah. Miss Here. Oh, Miss Miss. Uh, right, Monica. Right, I know she. She's a she's a family friend of mine. Uh, her daughter, wait, wait, no, her sister, her younger sister is my mother's goddaughter. Oh, that's not like so, a lot of connections, but I get you. Yeah, the typical we sort of related somehow. Typical Beijing connections. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how we, you know how we keep it, but here, man, you know how we keep it. It's true. Um, so you did French. I did French as well, but I. The thing is about me now, when I went to sixth form, first of all, I got a three in, in the French CXC. We are twins, because uh, same. <laughs> right. So then I was looking for another subject to do when sixth form come, and they tell me that I could do French. So in my mind, they're like, I could do French for this thing. And the man was like, all right, you could come and do French. So I did French. But the unit one I did in lower six now, I failed that at Cape, unfortunately. I think I got a five. And when I got into upper six, though, the head of department said, all right, Nicholas, because he's Nicholas too. He said, all right, Nicholas, you could do the unit two, but you got to do over unit one. So that was the end of me and Frank, because I ain't doing the two units in the, in the one year. Uh, so I assume that you had a better experience with French. No, my experience was just like Kira's. That is why I'm laughing, because <laughs> <laughs> when I got into six, sorry, I was looking oh, for an God. extra subject to do and they were like okay French and I'm like French I barely get through French CXC yes. so I was like okay alright Miss Yard teaching so you know maybe she'll be my motivation mm-hmm. I did French for all of three weeks and then I switched it out for econ because I was like no way I will not make it through. I knew that that was going to be detrimental. I mean, I could have, mm-hmm. I could have well done it because I still feel econ. But <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I realized well, you know, but I had never done any economic related subjects, so mm-hmm. I didn't really have the base that I needed. But to I, because I should have been in six round because my goal was to leave and to go BCC. To do rehabilitation therapy. Mm-hmm. With that at the back of my mind, one year of six farm and off to BCC. I never know if I would have gotten in or not, but I was so glad when I got in. I was out of there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was. I, out I, of I there. agree with you, and I am. I am proud of you for taking on the extra class, the, the econ class. Because for me, I dropped French hard. I I ain't even looked back to the other subjects. It was just well in six four in upper six. We did Caribbean studies. 
and I did my other subject, English Lit Sociology. I didn't look for another subject to fill in there, so kudos to you <laughs> for actually trying to keep your brain engaged and do the econ and, you know, make sure you had your subjects, etc. Even though, um, and I know you don't mind me saying this, even though it was a fail. Yes, definitely. Uh, yeah, it, it was very, I'm, I'm very proud of you for actually taking on that challenge. So kudos to you in that regard. Uh, you left sixth form now, you went to BCC afterwards? Yes. To do rehab therapy, rehabilitation therapy. Yes, that was the program. <laughs> this is like a this is like a, a part. This is like one of these sections of physical therapy. Yes, type of thing, right? So, so tell us a little bit about rehab therapy. Okay, well, the program itself it it covers all aspects of rehabilitation. So there are three aspects of rehabilitation, which should be physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech therapy. So they like look at the end. Okay. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I take I take your notes. I take your notes. Okay. Um, physical therapy. Yes. Uh, you say you say rehab therapy is one. No, of physical therapy. therapy, occupational therapy, and speech therapy. Right, occupational mm-hmm. and speech. Yes. So the three right. of, the three of those make up rehabilitation therapy as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. So what, what made you go that route to, to rehab therapy and not specialize in maybe one of these three? Well, the specializing is actually coming soon. I actually want to specialize in one. But in terms of going to BCC to do it, I wanted to do something health-related, but I didn't quite want to be a nurse. That was like my second choice. If I had gotten to do that, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't have mind either, but I was like, this is different. It's like, you don't hear much about it. Like, my class was very small. When it had in, it had 15 of us that were accepted and only 11 actually ended up doing the program. Mm. So, before going to BCC and learning about rehabilitation therapy, I learned about it via a college fair that you go to in secondary school. And I was like, right. I never heard of occupational therapy. I never heard of all of these things. I know they exist, but I didn't know that they existed on that scale in Barbados. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this might be interesting. And I did some research on it. And I visited the website on BCC's website. And I did some reading up and some calls. And then I was like, okay, I think this is what I want to do. Because at that point in my life, I was what I wanted to do with like in the future so mm-hmm. that's how it came about doing that so where are you in the field now you're working still studying i know you said you're looking to specialize soon where are you now uh both i work as a physiotherapist assistant mm-hmm. so i work at Warren's physiotherapy clinic and okay. i i'm studying psychology right now so that I can go on to do occupational therapy. Oh, fantastic. Who who are who's the person that you are assisting? At Warren's Physiotherapy Clinic, Phyllis Burnett. Yeah. Phyllis yeah. Burnett. She's well known in the field. She's somewhat great to learn off. Yes, very much so. I would say that we are probably one of the most popular. Or the most popular. Okay. We have a lot of patients. A whole lot. 
So you deal with footballers, all, all different type of athletes as well? Yeah, we see people from all walks of life, from older people, surgery, people that had like reconstructive surgery for broken bones, etc., to athletes, especially around inter-school sports time and football season and those kind of things. Hmm. Okay. So in, now you're studying psychology. I study psychology, but I used to want to be a, a psychologist, that type of psychologist who would... I Okay, let me, let me go back to the beginning. There's a show called Lie to Me. <laughs> and this... You know what? You know what no, is? not quite. But he he's a psychologist and he's hired by the FBI and all these things to, to professionally interrogate people. And he looks for cues on their faces to see if they're lying and what, what their body language is telling them that their mouth may not be telling them. So that got me into psychology. Mm-hmm. But this psychology, I wanted to be, I think I wanted to just connect with people on a deeper level. That's why I studied psychology. Because right now, I am not practicing psychology or not currently trying to advance in the area of psychology. But that was the reason why I wanted to go the psychology route. Now, with you know, with this rehab therapy and all the specialization that you want to do on your current job, how has psychology fit in there? Or why did you fit psychology in there? Okay, so... Even when I did my course at BCC, we did one or two psychology courses. So mm-hmm. it plays a major part because in occupational therapy, there's the mental health aspect of it. And that is the part that I want right. to go into. So it's divided into physical dysfunction, mental health, or pediatric. So in most cases, um, you find that psychology kind of intertwines with all of them and especially for mental health Mm -hmm. occupational therapy most of the mental health occupational therapists that I know are psychologists as well so Hmm. and it already so it's a a good degree to have well it's kind of mandatory you either have to have Mm. a degree in psychology or sociology or social work I think in order to be able to do a master's in occupational therapy Mm. Oh, it's kinesiology. Interesting. It's our kinesiology, if you want to do the physical dysfunction aspect of it. Mm. Interesting. So, at the end of it all, uh, at the end of your studies, at the end of your, well, not the end, but when you really kickstart your career for yourself, because I know you don't want to be an assistant your <laughs> whole life, um, what area would that, that, that uh, be in? Just the occupational therapy? Yeah, I think that's my main focus right now, mental health occupational therapy. And it's not a very saturated mm-hmm. market. I think in Barbados, there are only nine occupational therapists overall. I could be wrong, but that was the last figure that I had received. And from my mm-hmm. known, from my knowledge, there are only about three that work in the... Mental health aspect, I've met two. I'm pretty sure there might be one or two others out there, but I've only worked with two so far. Hmm. Well, that's good. And you have a field that is not too saturated and one that you can really go far in and excel in and have your own business and make your own name for yourself. And 
as a brand ambassador no i'm sure that you would be the perfect ambassador for your own brand when the time is right i agree um so so tell me how you how you linked up with craig and because i see that atlas united is bringing a lot of young professionals on board as well um in, especially in this mental health field so how did you get connected i know you went to school i, I get the whole <laughs> hold on let me let me do the information i have you went to school with craig at qc um you, you, you he said that you're a long time friend you knew each other since first form yes. that is all i have so you, you, you can build on that now. How, how did this relationship with Craig and Atlas United come about? Okay, as you said, we were friends since first term. We were in the same class. So I guess that's been a what? This class does one out. That's one out. That's one alpha. gamma. Oh, yes, alpha. One alpha. Oh, okay. So no we, we were friends for a while. And then at UE, we ended up classes because you know you always lose touch with people among in those years not that you start speaking to them but yeah. we might not communicate as often so maybe like just birthday greetings and that kind of stuff but then when you mm-hmm. started back we were in a lot of the same classes and i believe the club started shortly before you started but I don't think the brand ambassador aspect of it has started as yet. Because when I was asked to be one, mm-hmm. it was during the time that we were like in class together and stuff. So I guess thanks classes and UE and the club, we basically started communicating more often. So it's just building on the friendship, mm-hmm. basically. I find that this one, Craig, though, he gone UE and he just, I don't know how much school work he do at UE, right? But it seems that he went to UE to network and create this club. I mean, I'm complaining because I love the direction Atlas is going and I love the camaraderie and brotherhood and sisterhood at Atlas. But it seems that he just went UE to try and start this club. So I would really like to see how much work he actually get do because if you get a lot of work do, does it? Oh, that's a tremendous effort. But I will not speak on. We, we I will not sing. speak on the work. I I haven't <laughs> seen Craig in class for a while, but you know, no comment. No oh, comment dear. there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we, we we leave that to him, and he would he will handle his business uh, when he gets a chance to. But certainly, he has really pulled his resources together, and because all of you are now on board, it seems like this club not seems. It appears, and it is, that this club is really going in the right direction because of all the people that he has on board. So now, your your role, your job as brand ambassador, yes. what, well, let, let, me, let me go back a little bit. When I hear brand ambassador, I remember when you used to talk about the promo <laughs> girls, when promo girls started to become a thing. Yeah. Those girls were brand ambassadors. Those girls in a putting the IG bio um as a promo girl or whatever brand ambassadors i was even involved with a person who was a brand oh, ambassador. so <laughs> i i have one idea of what a brand ambassador does you know you hang out in supermarkets and get people to sample the thing or you walk around at, at uh, one of these facts and get samples of remy martin or some other thing 
but what does the brand ambassador for a football club? What is this job for Atlas? Well, most of our most of our job relates to promotion. So I guess mm-hmm. all across the board, brand ambassadors are the same thing. But our promotion is via social media mostly. So social media, mm-hmm. wearing the jerseys, I guess word of mouth for me that's the kind of stuff that we would do well that I would do go to the games so it's mainly about promotion but as you realize Atlas does their promotion a lot via social media which I think is a great thing so we just have to keep in touch with social media and spread and share all the information in regards to Atlas Mm -hmm. so you Prior to your connection with Atlas and being brand ambassador and promoting football in general, were you a part of football or any sports in no. Barbados? That's not a very big no. I, I attempted to join so a football not, team once at Queen's College, and let's just say that didn't go too well. Not based on skill, but mm, my tolerance for certain things is very oh. low. So... For certain for things, not for sweating. sweating no. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> for people, like in relation to oh. the coaches and stuff, you know, the coaches weren't as nice as the ones that we have at Atlas. So it was kind of difficult, mm. and I just didn't bother with that. I played netball for a few years, and then I got tired. So I was like, okay, not bothering, not bothering with that either. <laughs> Well, fair enough. So sports has never been a forte for you. That let's just agree I like track to and that. field. That was my forte, so, but I also gave up on that early as well. Oh God, you you still running primary? I'm school? secondary school, yes, but you know, which primary school you went to? So I mean, say, no, I went to Hinesbury Primary. That is in Hinesbury. Uh, I have a I have a very good friend. I have a very good friend who went to to Hinesbury. So, so no sports in your immediate history, no. maybe some in your future, but so, so what does what goes into being a part of this football club in terms of posting online and all of that there? Because is it a taxing job? Is it easy? What, what kind of difficulties do you encounter being? a brand ambassador for I would not say that it's a taxing job it is very easy especially for people who use social media a lot it doesn't really take anything off of me to make a post on whatsapp or make a post on instagram even if it is mm-hmm. a post or a retweet you're still trying to market it's all marketing so it takes like what 30 seconds at most so for me it's not a problem mm-hmm. it's actually a very easy job Well, that's that's very important. Is 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 social media and social media management is one of those jobs that if you like social media, if you like scrolling and being on um, pages and looking at content, it's very easy just to repost or even to post something because it's a part of your whole day or more. So it's very easy. So I I fully understand um, the the background that goes into being a brand ambassador. Now, let me say this, right? 
I want when when a t- usually what he does posty things on Twitter with the podcast etc. I would post what Craig gives to me. I am not responsible for the page, so anything I post is on my personal page. So even if I don't post it, I will retweet it from the actual Atlas page. You understand? <laughs> Listen, when I have to tell the people to tag me because when when I put in up new episodes, when I say. The host, I put my full name there and then tag the persons that are on the podcast. So when I have to follow me on Twitter at Berber Skill, B E R B A S K I L. Wait, let me write Berber that down. Skill, and tag me. Tell me that again. Yeah, you write it down. We, we, we write in this morning. Mm-hmm. It's common B, it's all common letters B E R B A Berber S K I L L. Berber Skill. Okay. I will pass on. So tell right. the body that running the page, <laughs> <laughs> tell the person to tag me, man. I feel left out. Yes, everybody else getting the recognition and you're not getting any. I get that. And so, like, you know what I mean? My drive, drive little more followers <laughs> to my page. And, and you're the one doing the, the big job, so I agree. Well, well, I wouldn't I would say so. I don't like to blow my own horn, <laughs> you know, because... I feel as though my guests on the podcast are the ones who make my yeah. job easier and the ones who make my job flow. So I wouldn't say I'm doing all the work. We're doing the work okay, together. But just give me, just, just give me a little tag. Um, just when, some slight you know recognition. I mean? Understood. Got you. <laughs> ever, ever so slight. Ever so slight. I don't ask for much. How, how important is being a brand ambassador and helping to drive and build the brand in this our 21st century and no that's i have a follow-up question but how important is being a brand ambassador and keeping people aware of everything that atlas is doing i would say that it's pretty important especially since atlas is a new club so based on Mm -hmm. promotion and both from the players and the brand ambassadors and the fans I would say that it is very important because we have gotten a lot of positive responses. So you see that the impact that social media really has on the the club itself and on the responses from others. We actually get people to come out and watch the games and it's nice, you know. I'm saying, I think we could do Mm -hmm. probably more promotion or we can have more stuff to involve like fans and outsiders minus the games and but we have a pretty great response for a club that's only been around for less than a year not less than a year less than two years because we began in 2018 so it just keeps growing i know i know there was a Yep, there was a lot of background work that went into the club before it was officially launched and before players could actually come out and join and, and train. There was a lot of background work. So it's, it's great to see how it has come forward now, come full circle, really. And we have a club, we have a podcast, we have brand ambassadors, we have a whole team of people behind Atlas United just driving it on. Um, In these times, in these COVID-19 times, these current unpredictable times I suspect that a lot more people will be on social media these days than um, I guess before so has your workload 
uh, increased? I know you said that we should be putting out more content, but has your workload increased um, or no. anything? I was just thinking about that as soon as you said that. And I think it, it hasn't really increased per se. The most posting that we do would be the podcast because that's our way to try to reach out to people during this time. But I believe that we can still market the club itself. This is our way of keeping active with the podcast because we don't have things like, oh, a game tonight, so let's post that. Or a game next week, so let's post that. We don't have the content that we usually post. So, I guess right now, things are a bit on a low. We we focus a lot on the podcast, and that is where most of the promotion goes right now throughout this time. So, I guess that still keeps the brand alive and still keeps people seeing what's going on and reminds people that, yeah, Atlas still exists. So. Mm-hmm. So, so, so personally for you now, how have you been adjusting, whether work-wise, uh, leisure-wise? How have you been adjusting now to the current conditions? I see the, I, see, I hear the babies, the babies <laughs> frantic and anxious. Outside hot, though, I, I feel that. She's way, singing. Kind of hot She's singing right now. Babies. I, I, I don't yeah. understand why, singing. but okay. it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's in a good mood. That's no problem. <laughs> don't, don't stop her. Don't stop her. She's in a good mood. So how, how how has your life adjusted to this Honestly, it's been very different because I am a very sociable person. So being inside, not being around my friends, it calls for readjustment. But I guess it's working for me because I spend a lot of time focusing on work. You know, exams still have not ended. UE has not ended. They're not giving us a break. So my mind is more consumed especially over the last few weeks by UE. so really and truly it's different because mm. obviously i'm not at work either so i kind of like miss work miss my patients and it's different but it is adjustable it's not really as bad as i expected it to be picking up one or mm-hmm. two new things you know cooking more often Mm. So you, so you, um, you improving your French? Or I anything can't even time? remember a lot of things from French. So no, no, I really am not. <laughs> so that—that's all the more reason to, to you know, try to. I want be to learn Portuguese, French. so I want to teach myself Portuguese online. I find that that's easy. So I'm going for something easier than French. French is a very mm. difficult subject. Interesting, interesting fact, and I will share this with you because because we are friends now. Uh, I usually like to tell girls that I am one year Portuguese <laughs> because my hair my hair is kind of wavy, so I I tell them they must be like, "How oh, you get your hair like that?" And I just be like, "My I one year Portuguese, you know." And for some reason, they always believe me. So I said to myself a little while ago, I have to take this a bit further. So, obviously, I like Cristiano Ronaldo and all these guys. So, I, I actually learned, not word for word, but I learned the melody and everything to the Portuguese national anthem. So, we have a lot in common with that regard because I am, I am also enticed by Portuguese because Portuguese to me is kind of Spanish, but still kind of not Spanish. And 
it just seems a bit more fun. So I totally understand and agree with you in that learning Portuguese thing. So um, I, I don't know what's the word for good luck in Portuguese, but you, I wish you uh, much success with learning learning your Portuguese for sure. Yes, thank you. I mean, I might say that, but I probably wouldn't get around to it until like, you know, next year, maybe the year after, but I'll try. <laughs> Oh God! We we just gotta put it in the atmosphere. We just gotta put it in the atmosphere that you can learn this Portuguese and thing. Um, so just so that you yes, I'll speak it into existence. I find, I find, I find, I find we got a lot in common. No, born in April. I'm born in the best month of the year. That will be for you to figure out. But if you call the wrong answer, I'll be sure to let you know. No, not nearly. That man, the only listen aside from April, the only good months of the year is probably February for Valentine's Day, um, and December. Okay, I agree on the December part because I love Christmas, so I'll let that slide. Valentine's Day is not all that important, but yeah, my mother born in February, right? I'll let you know it's October, you know, Libra, which is a great sign. I'm going to ignore the stoops because I can't mm. hear the negativity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. I, I, ain't even, I ain't even know you. I ain't uh, even know you hear the stoops. Sorry about that. Here. Um, but let's wow. get back to more important matters um, <laughs> besides okay. talking about October. I, oh, why you would say I bigger October because October is my half birthday. So when I was born in April, so when is my half birthday? It will be October. So that's the only way we're bigger October, but I ain't really, I ain't really so fussy on October. Anyhow, let's get back to <laughs> we, we we losing, we losing our train, train our trains of thought. Now, what as as long as you are a part of Atlas, what are some of your plans for the brand, um, for the club itself? What are what are some of your plans? Some of the ideas. Oh, that that's a have? tough question. Well, not really. My I don't plan to probably not be a part of it as long as it's still around. I would do what I can to be a part of the brand. Um, in relation to my plans, I don't really have any. I just go with the flow. Like, I just like to support. I will always be at the games. I always go to, like, every game. I don't think I've ever missed a game. I go to 95% of the practice sessions as well, so I'm legit always around. <laughs> um my plan would probably be to talk with Craig and get, as I said earlier, more involvement with just the regular public outside of games. So I don't know. I don't know. I haven't really mm-hmm. thought about how, you know, we'll go about doing that as yet. Maybe like a, a day for, you know, a fun day or something. I'm still thinking about that, but... I don't really have plans, mm-hmm. plans per se. I just want to see that, you know, the club get bigger. So I will do what I can do to help with that. Encourage people to join, encourage people to follow, encourage people to come to the games. That's about it. You know, the, the mm-hmm. ideal brand ambassador stuff. Of course. And that's a good place to start. Once you have the enthusiasm and, of course, you have the encouragement from everybody in the club, Whatever needs to be done will be done because you have the drive and the sincerity to do so. So even if you don't have pinpointed ideas to 
um, increase the brand or to increase the engagement. Once there's something to be done, you can trust that Shaniqua is going to be there because she has the encouragement and she has the motivation to do whatever she can do for Atlas. Also, you mentioned that you don't miss a game or a practice, but I was given a specific I would like reason to as keep to you why. out of my business. <laughs> but that's okay, though. That's okay. Right, so, we can talk right, about we, that. It's we fine. we leave that kidding. alone. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so you you have a you have a, a, a t- uh, let me let me let yes. me try to word this in a professional way. Um. Right. You you know I somebody know a lot of people on the personally. Team. Many of them are my friends. So I hear that you that there's a particular brethren on the team okay, that you know yes, personally. Yes. Okay, so so this so this this came about because no. of your involvement with Atlas or your involvement with Atlas was strengthened uh, because of this. I say my involvement was strengthened because because of it, but as I said, a lot of them are my friends as well. So I will probably still be involved, but where it mm-hmm. comes to going to the practices. I probably will not be at practice a lot if not for my involvement with a particular the partic- brethren. The particular yes. brethren. <laughs> 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 well, th- thanks for using the word brethren there, so. But um, I is there a is there a let me let me ask this here properly. Do you do you guys clash because not clash clash, but I mean. He obviously is a lover of sports, and you may not be. So, is is this involvement kind of, and also your involvement with Atlas, is it kind of making you more of a sports fan, especially with your profession too? So, there's a lot of things that come that come together. So, all these factors are making you more of a sports. Fan well, I was never a not a sports fan. I just don't watch sports. I like cricket, <laughs> so. I like cricket. That is the sport that I watch. People say it's boring, but that is the sport that I can sit and watch because I understand what is going on in cricket. In terms of football, I am now inclined to watch football more, but I will only probably watch the Atlas games. I will not sit and watch football online or when it's playing. Um, Sometimes if I want something explained, maybe I may ask, as we're referring to him, Like, he would do the explaining, <laughs> yeah. especially after matches or before matches, so that I can quite grasp mm-hmm. what exactly is happening in terms of the layout of the field, the players. So, certain things I have gotten the hang of. So, but I don't think mm-hmm. my involvement will go past more than watching. In terms of my job... Uh, yeah, that is also another factor too. But I don't really heavily involve my job with the team, at least not yet. So, mm-hmm. right, that was that was going to be my follow-up question actually, because of the nature of your job. Is would that be another area that you would contribute to Atlas, or you would just stay on the branding or? Uh, I am still actually trying to decide that. Craig, Craig is trying to get me to be more involved in that aspect and in many other aspects. He's always messaging me, you know, I think that you'd be good to do this, but I'm a very busy person, so I always say, okay, I'll get back to you. In terms of that, it's, it's a bit mm-hmm. more technical than it looks, so it's not something that I can just do 
So I have to, I have to like right. decipher what I can and can't do on a legal scale. So when I get that figured out, right. then I would probably be more involved on that level. Well, you're doing a very good job in your current capacity. Um, of course, with any brand and with any budgeting brand, any brand that is just being built, you need dedicated persons to bring that message across to the public. And myself involved with this aspect and you with uh, everything else, I think that Atlas is in very good hands because of dedicated persons like yourself who are willing to go the extra mile. That is the thing, because people may be hired to do one thing or may be contracted to do one thing. And they say, listen, I only doing posting on Instagram and social media. I ain't doing nothing else. But I find that with Atlas now, everybody hands on deck to ensure that this club remains. Everybody's, everybody's, um, <laughs> Now nah, he bet me lost my train of thought, you know. Cause he jumped me, you know. Everybody, wait, let me find it. I can find it back. Everybody is hands on deck. Everybody's on board with the success and for the success of Atlas United. So once again, y'all are in great hands, and I wish y'all the very best and the most success. Um, moving into these post. COVID times because COVID-19 is really, really I agree. everything for everyone. Because this would have now been football season and yeah. now that we've gotten our big debut where we would be. It, you know, already the season yeah, could have it started. Literally, COVID and... shut down everything probably like two weeks before season was ready to begin. And I was honestly very excited for the season because that would have been yep. the first season that they would have been playing in. It was a lot to look forward to, but I guess... Everything happens for a reason or whatever they say. <laughs> yep. It would be, it would have been history in the making for sure and it would have been a season that we look back on. Exactly. Because you can only have your first season once. So we would have looked back on it with, with fun memories and still remember <laughs> how, how, how poor the man was when, well, let me not say so. But I mean, I mean, so because you say how much years, you improved compared better. to the so, first. I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not how poor you was. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot going into it, but hopefully, um, hopefully soon, uh, and we pray on yes. this and we, we claim it as well that we will be soon out of the dark and into these new times of light past uh, COVID 19. One question I have okay. to ask you though, this is not related to Atlas or anything, hmm. but these, these UE exams, how y'all have exams at home? You ain't gonna cheat. Exactly. You ain't gonna look at your textbook. Okay, Explain so from, to me how, it's different for all the different faculties. So in psychology, you know they love a research paper in psychology. So that's how. <laughs> so instead of going essays now, where you would just go in and write what you learn and your opinions, you have to do research papers. So you have to have your scholarly sources. You have to have your maximum worth of. 2,500 to 3,000. So that's how they're doing it for us as psychology students. We're doing every class that I have has a research paper. So it's almost 200, 
2,500 words to 3,000 is like the average word limit. You have to use your sources, you're giving your topics, and you have to use online. So they're coming down to your level. Then we have multiple choice exams. Those are going to be like 40 questions in an hour. So I guess you would do what you have to do when that time comes. I'm not going to say you will cheat. I'm just going to say you will answer your mm-hmm. answers online. Okay? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. You, I, and more, exactly. more importantly, you will do what you got to do. And, and try your Yeah, that's all you can do in these things. Do your best. So, yes, I have so four already or for the yet? week. Well, for last week, and I have like two more to do, and then four multiple choice quizzes. Uh-huh. It's tough out here in these streets, you know. <laughs> yes, I I realize, and um, I am even more thankful that I left UV behind uh, three years ago. So, um, and and you no, you doing psychology, psychology with sociology? What were you, were you doing? So, okay, I did psychology with sociology. So mine. My had in a bit of psych- sociology, but it wasn't it wasn't too bad. So I guess we, we would have done. Yeah, I did a few saucy. The same subjects. So all, all the best with your exams. Uh, all the best with studying and doing the online thing. All the Thank best you, with doing what you have <laughs> to do. Okay. No problem. And all the best with Atlas United and all the brand work. May all the posts that you post <laughs> get over fifty likes. And it did get over a hundred shares, and may the word continue to be spread. The good word be continue to to be spread about Atlas United doing good work in society, and bringing together a set of like-minded young people, young professionals, to take this football club into the twenty-first and hopefully into the twenty-second century. So, Shaniqua, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for the answers you provided thank you for the clarity you provided for us as well and we hope to see you and talk to you sometime down the road i came to a couple atlas practices right but in speaking to everybody i don't (laughs) think i know who everybody looks like so hopefully the next time uh we have training hopefully soon uh, I can be able to come and meet everybody and let everybody meet me and we can really Yes, be that sounds good. Thank you for having me and family. thanks yeah. on behalf of the team as well for all the well wishes. Mm-hmm. Not a problem at all. This has been, ladies and gentlemen, another installment of All In with Atlas United. I have had a great time being your host, Nick Maitland, football journalist, an extraordinaire, a.k.a. King Roots, the Roots King, the number one Roots man. In the Roots jungle this afternoon, we had Miss Shaniqua Beckles. She's a brand ambassador of Atlas United, doing a great job as always. So thank you once again, Shaniqua, and we'll see you sometime in the jungle.